All right, everybody, welcome to the Voice by Matt show. My name is Matt Bertho, and I'm with my co-host now. Wow. Of the show, Mr. Billy oh, Bearden. What an honor. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Did you have a good trip? I did have a good trip. It was good. It was yeah. a good June. You just rolled in. I just got back into town, yep. How was choir camp? It was amazing. A lot of fun. We had a blast, especially that rewind. It was a little energy exhausting. Oh, I'm sure for you, especially. Yeah. Because we kind of did everything this year, mm -hmm. right? All right, so we have an awesome guest with us. And remember, please leave us a rating. Share this podcast with your friends and family. But I think, Billy, like we have a potential, not a potential, we have a up-and-comer oh. super, superstar. We're very honored. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, she's been with me and Billy for four years. She started taking voice lessons when she was a freshman. And I remember on the first, on her freshman year, I told her, I said, hey, you need to write some songs. And so COVID hit, and I'm going to let her tell that story. But everybody give a round of applause to the most amazing ballerina, songwriter, <laughs> Amazing, like, student. I think she had all A's through high school. And uh, let's hear it for Brecken Lindenman. Yay. Welcome to the show, Brecken. Thanks, guys. Too kind. So tell us about your family and where you come from and kind of what's going on in your life. Yeah, okay. Um, my name's Brecken. I am 18, just graduated high school. Um, my family is from... Uh, Moreland, Kansas. It's a really small town. So my mom and dad met in high school, high school sweethearts, and they moved to Winfield because my dad's an optometrist, so he got a job here. And yeah, we've been living here ever since. Um, I have two younger brothers, Brody and Kale. They're great. Do they sing? They don't sing. They're do, not musical at all. They do they play, play they instruments? They play sports, no. Okay. They do play sports, so, so they're, we're constantly busy. But I mean, it's better than doing nothing. So, yeah. Well, it, so you, li you left a lot out of, yeah, of your kind of life. Sh very short. So why don't you talk about your dancing training a little bit? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've danced for pretty much since I can remember, really. Since before I can even remember. Like how old? Oh, probably like six. Six years old. Probably six, yeah. But Incredible. I didn't start dancing at the edge until probably like 10 years old, maybe. Yeah. So it's been a... A long time. And Brecken is a competitive dancer. I am, yeah. So I've been doing that since seventh grade, and we just go to competitions every year, compete, try to win. Are you good? Do you win? I yeah, I have one. You have one. <laughs> I have one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How many times? Like, is it is it like a normal thing for you to win? Uh, it's a normal thing for my solo to do pretty good. And year. who's your choreographer? Because we got to oh, give yes. a shout out to her. My favorite person in the world, Donette Ross. Favorite person in the world. Yeah, she's great. She's more than Billy. No, more than me. Oh my no. gosh. More no, than your parents. She's one of my she favorite people. It, in she the deserves world. it. She does. She's great. She um, has given me more life advice than dance advice, honestly. Aww. But she's made me so great. Well, those are the best coaches. Yeah, they are. Yeah. People that, that give you mentorship and give you the skills. Yeah. So let's talk about what brought you into songwriting. Oh, well, I 
since I was really little, like before, like even starting school, like kindergarten, I loved, loved, loved Taylor Swift. She was my idol. T Swift. Yeah, T Swift for life. I love her. Um, so yeah, I just like grew up listening to her. I went to a concert, one of her concerts. It was a Speak Now tour. It was iconic. Um, yeah, growing up, and so um, I just wanted to be like her. And then when I got into like high school, people are telling you to pick a career, pick a path. You well, know, time out. So someone actually told you to pick a career, pick oh, a path. Yeah. Oh yeah. When was this? Oh, I would say like sophomore year. It's been like put into my head at least. Like that's the reason I did health science careers at schools because people were like, you got to have a plan, you know. Like, and how old is a sophomore in high school? Just for the audience to get their you know, their head wrapped around this idea. 15 or 16. 15 or I, I'm 16 not years sure, old. But Billy, probably. did you know at 15 or 16 <laughs> what you were going to do for the rest of your life? No. What did you think you were going to do? Uh, I thought that I was going to, I don't know, build Legos professionally. Well, really? At 15. Yeah. I love, nice. Leo loves Legos. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, he's got good taste. So yeah. what's your favorite Lego set? Uh, okay. <laughs> wow, my favorite Lego. Uh, my favorite Lego. There, it's got to be the ones from the eighties. Maybe we could get sponsored by Lego. Late eighties, early nineties. They. I mean, those are the classics. Okay, but like, which one? All of them. I mean, the pirates, the oh. knights, and the castles. Oh yeah, and uh, the uh, Blacktron space uh, guys. I'm kind of shocked that you are not a Star yeah. Wars Lego guy. I mean, I love Star Wars absolutely, but yeah. did you get in the my Death heart Star? because I grew up in the early nineties, mid nineties. Those yeah, are my favorite. That's right. They didn't have You're Lego Star Wars back then, you know. Whoa. Yeah. And that's true. They just had space police. <laughs> what? <laughs> space, space police. police. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, space police and Blacktron and uh, Blacktron. Awesome. Blacktron. Yeah. Okay. They fought each other. I guess I don't know. They did in my room. Okay. So sorry, Brecken. We got a little <laughs> off right there, but that's no kind of that's what I'm here for. Talking yeah. about Legos. So we where were we, Brecken? Um, yeah, so I did health science careers um, in high school because I didn't really, I had no idea what I wanted to do. You were smart. Yeah. Brilliant. Like yeah. you got all A's. Yeah, that's all I was though. You know, that's like what everyone's telling you. Like, oh, you're smart. Be a doctor. You can do that. You I'm are like, smart. yeah, I want to be rich. I you're should brilliant. be a doctor. That's, that's what went through my head. And my dad's an optometrist and he's always provided. So I was like, yeah, this is a great this could be fun. So I did health science, and you start shadowing at places around town. Um, I think it actually was sophomore year, or maybe junior year. Junior year, I went to my dad's office full-time and was there every morning, um, just, like, walking around with him, shadowing, like, doing, like, little office tasks, and I hated it. I really hated, you hated it. So, it. Yeah. Why did you hate it? It was the worst. I just thought it was the same thing every day, and I know it's not. And I know healthcare is so important, and my dad loves it. Like, it was his passion. He wanted to be an optometrist since he was, like, five. Like, wow. it's, he's always loved it. Um, so he, he followed his dream. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he did. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, and I, thought, I really thought it was my dream. I'm like, this is going to be great. I'm going to love it, and I'm going to help so many people. Um, but I just, yeah, I really didn't like it, and I didn't want to be stuck in the office, and I saw how much paperwork he did. Mm. and. <laughs> He gets to talk to people all day, and he likes that, but 
it's just, it just wasn't for me. I just didn't like it. So um, uh, I started playing guitar. Um, my dad actually started first, and then I took his guitar and started playing. And they invited me to be in the youth praise team at church, so that's what really got me into like playing guitar seriously. I'm like, I can't make myself embarrassed in front of all these people. So I got serious about guitar, and then um, I probably wrote a few songs uh, junior year. It's not very many. I wasn't serious about it at all. It was like a little hobby kind of side thing. And then when COVID hit, I had nothing to do, so that's all I did. So let's talk about that. You yeah. had a, you, We kept doing lessons. Yeah. You were one of the brave students that just kept doing lessons yeah. with me. online lessons. You know, I think we had one week where... Everybody just freaked out in the middle of March 2020. Yeah. And everybody just kind of fell off the face of the earth with everything, mm -hmm. all responsibility, yeah. all discipline. But you were one of the first pe people that said, you know what, let's do Zoom and make it work. Yeah. And I remember like you'd be, you know, in your room and yep. just writing away, had your mm -hmm. mic set up. And, yeah, that's all I did. And I remember I was like, okay, Brecken, it's time. You can't dance right now. Studio's mm -hmm. closed. Yeah, that was terrible. I didn't have you, like an outlet. You can't come to school. You can't see anybody. So it's time to dig in. Yeah. And how many songs have you written since oh, March gosh. 2020? I haven't counted, but the last time I um, like actually sat down and counted, it was like 70 and there's been oh, <laughs> quite, a a few, quite a few a lot of songs in since a year. then yeah it's and Productive they year. were yeah they were pretty much all during covid because i just locked myself in my room and just wrote i was getting like two three cranked out a day it was it was all <laughs> wow. i did yeah <laughs> well let's hear one <laughs> okay. are you ready billy you want to hear a song i would love to hear some songs yeah so okay. what what do, what do you have for us today I have two for you today. Okay. One of them is from a few weeks ago. Um, yeah, I don't know what much to say about it. It's, so you wrote this a couple of weeks ago? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I love Phoebe Bridger. She's one of my favorite artists now, and she uses open detuning a lot. So this is an open detuning. I think it's just really it's nice. It's All like right, a change. Let's yeah. hear it. Here we go. Brecken Lindemann, everybody. What's yeah. the name? Um, I think I'm going to call it Stay. That's my least favorite thing in the world is to name songs. I just I never can. So It's kind of hard. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you don't want to give too much away. And no. Yeah, so All I think right. I'll call it Stay. Take it away, Brecken. Cool. I think we're compatible. That's bad news for you. No strings attached, grab this rope Who knows if the ground's loose I talked to buy time, never thought you were listening Last week you asked about something I mentioned That's a bad move This it's not who I am And you Are not who I planned on So 
Take your sweet intentions and move on Or ignore me, sometimes I come on way too strong Anyways, if you're here You might as well stay self-help books i'm too good for you they say i'm a masochist i think you're one too because i asked for five minutes and you gave me ten boy where's your head at this plane is crashing as we speak and this is not who Take your sweet intentions and move on Or ignore me, sometimes I come on way too strong Anyways, if you're here You might as well stay Will I take the blame for so this one's on you, I was sure that you fell I was sure that you fell And I can handle embarrassment It's only a game But I see how you look at me You don't It's got that like melancholy, like coming of age sort of quality to it. Thank you. So tell us about it. Like, what's it about? You don't have to say who it's about. Thank you. Who want names? Billy names. Billy wants names. No No. names. Okay. We talked about this before the podcast, Billy. Yeah. Oh, you already decided no names. No names. Okay. Everyone always asks me like. Where do you come up with these lyrics? Like, how do you come up with these situations? And I would say 98% of the time, it's just things that have happened to me. Like, actually, like I won't write things that haven't happened to me because then I can't relate to it, you know? Hmm. So, yeah, basically any song that I have, if you, like, really listen close, it's, like, just my life. It's just things that have happened. So through your songwriting, 
you know, my purpose, my intention, my goal is to help people find, you know, to be the best version of themselves and help them find their voice. Do you feel like we've accomplished that goal? Yes. Totally. How so? Totally. Um, I want to do the same thing, like, with songwriting. So just, like, share, being able to share my songs and share, like, what's behind them, I feel like it helps other people. Just because music has helped me so much. Like, it's my biggest outlet mm. in just, like, relaxing and calming down and just, like, figuring things out. So, yeah. Well, I think you're, you know, you're an artist in every sense of the term artist. Uh, you're, you're a dancer. You're a songwriter. You play multiple instruments. She actually learned how to play piano really well <laughs> for a solo that she had in Vikings on Broadway this year from the musical Once. And it was amazing. Like you, it was, you yeah. would have thought like she took piano lessons for like five or 10 years. Yeah. She just has uh-huh. a, you, Brecken, Thanks, you, you have like an amazing <laughs> gift that you're a sponge, yeah. you know? And I know working with students as long as I have for almost 20 years now, one of the key components is being humble enough, having humility enough mm-hmm. to be a sponge and continue to learn new things and not be afraid of failure the first time, mm-hmm. which you're not, you know, and let's talk about that because Brecken, uh, auditioned for a really prestigious school. Let, let's talk about yeah. that. So tell them, tell them about it. Yeah. So I started looking into colleges because I decided I didn't want to be a doctor, obviously good choice. Um, so yeah, I found Belmont. It's in Nashville, Tennessee. It's a private Christian college. And they're really known for their music, and um, the location just does nothing but benefit them. So, yeah, I was really excited about that, and I thought it would be great. So I was like, oh, might as well audition, you know, see what happens. So we ought yeah, we'll say we, because, you know, yeah. I was involved with helping, oh, trying to time. figure out songs and everything. Yeah. What, when, did, when did we submit? Was that November Oh, yeah, of it was like 2020? the end of November, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I heard back, I was out of town for Christmas, and I heard back, I had my friend go to my house. Well, let's talk about the area of time that you heard back also, because this was adversity to the max. Remember this, Billy? So COVID hit again (laughs) in November, and so Candlelight, our Candlelight concert that we do at Winfield High School, had to all be virtual. Mm -hmm. Not only that, what happened? Brecken. Oh, we weren't even in school. We, well, we were in school, but what happened in your life as a dancer? Oh, yeah. So um, every year we do a production of The Nutcracker, and I'm a senior, so I was playing, I'm playing the lead role in The Nutcracker. Which is? Clara. Yeah, Clara. Lead role is Clara, and it was... Something she's waited for since she was six years oh, old. Yeah, totally. It's it's a big deal. Um how many and, times did you come into lessons and, and cry on the floor on oh the yeah. ground? So many. I, oh, there was a span of like four lessons in a row every Because I, I would be like, okay, this is, we're, gonna, we're, we're not going to have that yeah. moment today. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden she'd just yeah. collapse on every, the floor. Every <laughs> time. Yeah, no, it was. Well, your life was canceled. I mean, that's yeah, so it was essentially. Dress rehearsal it was the Friday of dress rehearsal for the Nutcracker. And we were all ready. And I got a call. It was like. Maybe 11 or 12, so I was supposed to be there at, like, 3 or 4, so it was, and they're, like, canceled. Someone came in contact with a person that has COVID, so mm. no nutcracker, and so, yeah. And so then you found out what else? Oh, I found out I didn't get in to, I auditioned for the songwriting, like, program at Belmont, and I didn't get in. 
So you had three yeah. <laughs> major things happen. Boom, yeah, boom, boom. Within the same time period. Yeah. And how did you handle that? Um, well, I was um, visiting my grandparents for Christmas, so I just ignored it. And yeah, I just pretend like nothing happened. And then what happened? Because this, this is the most incredible part of the story. <laughs> she came back yeah. in January. We came yep. back. We, we got to come in school. We're yes, still wearing we masks did. at that point. And what, remember what I said to you? Don't. I said, Brecken, <laughs> what are you going to do? No. And what'd you say? I'm going to push it again. So I did. And I said, well, okay, what do we need to change for you to get accepted? What do you think we need to change? And we talked about what? Being herself. Yeah, that was. Because this girl was practicing on stage for like hours. Wow. With, with the light. Summer yeah. came out there. Uh-huh. I came I out there. I did. And then all of a sudden, she was just like, she got comfortable. And she just realized, you know what? I just need to do it and just be me. Yeah. yeah. And then what happened? So I redid it. That was, I sent the audition in like February. In March, I got a letter and I got in. Second time's a charm. Yeah. yeah. And so she's going to Belmont, one of yeah. the most prestigious songwriting schools in the world. She's going to have professionals literally working with her every single day, every step of the way. She's going to get to hang out and learn about, you know, how to mix, how to do audio, how to, how to write even better than she yeah. already does. Um, you know, we, we've had, I believe, three students besides Brecken, so four total, mm-hmm. you know, kind of go to Belmont, kind of do it. Mm-hmm. You know, Chase went there for a couple years, and then he started writing for Warner Brothers. Um, yeah. You know, it's, it, I, I know your work ethic, and you remind me a lot of Chase. You're, like, you're a sponge. You agree with that, Billy? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, like the new Chase. The female Chase. Call you the foster. Yeah. Um, so let's hear another one. Okay. She has another one yes, for us, everybody. I'm excited about this. Is this from your early period or your late period? This yeah. next song? This is going to blow up Billy's mind. I'm ready for this. This song yeah. I wrote last night and I finished oh, before I came here. So very recent. Very recent. This period. You're getting the and, rough draft. Okay. This is a great song. Okay. I, I listened to it her lesson today. <laughs> It's incredible. And she's using a Martin D45 guitar. I sure am. It's beautiful. It is. All right. Um, This one doesn't have a name yet either, so. Well, we kind of. We, yeah. It might name for now. It's called Sweating in Your Front Seat. Isn't that good? Sweating in Your Front Seat. Isn't that good? It's I can relate to that. Yeah. That's (laughs) perfect. (laughs) It's perfect. Especially right now with this humid, it's hot outside. Yeah. sweaty, hot Kansas weather, mm-hmm. man. Okay, so here it is. The world's weeping, you told me you don't cry. Okay, we're gonna. You, you stop can totally for a start over. Yeah. Like, yeah, I wrote this, this is, yesterday. You know, so this is, this is raw. This, this is raw. People, raw. people love this. this is what the people want. Yeah. This is what the people yeah. want. Okay. 
world's been weeping, but you told me you don't cry. I said that's fair enough, won't make a habit of those eyes. Stop being nice to me, you're bringing out my worst. And I'm not gonna compromise, you'd have to kill me first. I'm sweating in your front seat. Your hands never touch me And I don't want you to love me So why do I feel like you do? Why do I feel like you do? Took some melatonin so that I'd sleep through our date You called in the morning, I had nothing left to say you blamed it on yourself, go find a new god, where's the light? Am I really at fault here? I'm a mess, much less divine. I'm sweating in the front seat. Your hands never touch me. And I don't want you to love me. Why do I feel like you do? Why do I feel like you do? Art can get real ugly if you look at it too close. I think you're too close. Stay while we're at it though. You can't call me, can't call me out of character. I'm still making myself up. I wonder if you caught it when I called out my own bluff I'm sweating in the front seat Your hands never touch me And I don't want you to love me Why do I feel like you do? Why do I feel like you do? You say you're coming with me If I find it in me I'll jump into the canyon Sometimes I think that I do Sometimes I think that I do And I don't want you to love me but sometimes I think that I do Sometimes I think that I do yeah, Man That's a song Wow She wrote that last night Are you kidding me? Yeah, I, I feel like I have a little <laughs> window into Brecken's life Yeah With these songs Yeah Man But we can't, we can't say who that's very, about It's very intense No In there It is Yeah See like I said, I everything I write has is stuff that's happened to me, but I tend to over exaggerate. So it's happened that's to the me. best art. Like every yeah. good storyteller ever. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's your best. job. That's your job. Yeah. We yeah. love that about you. <laughs> yeah. So you guys, like Brecken is following her passion. I am. How does it feel? It feels great. Like, 
Um, I thought I would be nervous, but I'm really not, because I'm moving so far away. It's like nine, ten hours. I mean, and that's not that yeah, far away. It's not, and I don't know anyone. So, yeah. yeah, you don't know anyone, but that's okay. Yeah, I'm not nervous about it, like I thought I would be, and it just seems like the right step, you know? Are your parents, because you're, you're the oldest. Yeah. You're the first. Yeah. Are they freaking out about you leaving? Um, yeah, at first I didn't think they would let me at all. You didn't think they'd let you? Oh, no. I was like, there's no way they're going to let me. And then, funny story, we <laughs> went to visit and we got in a car accident. And our van, me, me and my dad and our van was totaled. And the first thing I said after the car accident was to my dad, my mom's never going to let me go here. I remember that you texted you. me and said, Bertho, you'll never believe <laughs> yeah. this. Uh-huh. And then, but tell, tell them what you said to me about what happened when you were walking through that campus. Oh, yeah. So the next day, so we got in a car wreck our first day there. And the next day was a visit. And so I was walking through the campus. And I just started crying. I was like, mm. yeah, this why, is... why did you start crying? Oh, I, I was just overwhelmed with like Happy every... Tears? Yeah, oh yeah. Okay. I was like, this is just so right. I, I could see myself there. It's so mm. pretty. And so, yeah, after my parents saw the campus, they were like, okay, you can go here. Well, it's great. It, and I, want, I just want to break that down a little bit because there's a good story. Uh, you know, there's so many stories of people when they're in their passion and they're, they're actually living it and walking in it. Or they do it, and then the after effects of it, mm-hmm. right? I know that we feel that in Vikings on Broadway. We feel that when we um, are doing something really incredible that's in our purpose or in our definite major purpose yeah. or our passion, right? So there's a story that Steve Harvey always talks about, the comedian, that he went to amateur night, and he signed up for the next week. And what happened was a guy didn't, or a girl didn't show up for the night that he came. And so they went to the list for next week and called the first name on the list. And it was Steve Harvey. And he went up there and he won amateur night. He won $50. And then he says this on the car ride home with my friend. I cried for 50 minutes. Oh yeah. That happened to me too. The first time I performed my original songs was at college hill. I just got in the car just started bawling <laughs> my eyes out, but yeah. Well, and I think, you know, just like when people sing for me or speak now, I mean, we've been doing this long enough, you know, when they're in their truth and singing, you can't really hide your yeah. feelings. And so that's why I love coaching people in lessons is when they sing, literally your soul comes out and says hello. And I know exactly how you feel. <laughs> I know uh, what's going on in your life. How are you doing? Are you happy? Are you sad? Are you happy, sad? Are you depressed, anxious, excited, whatever? But I think when, when we get to step into our role, you know, time stands still. It goes real slow. It goes real fast. Yeah. It's different for everybody, but mm-hmm. I think that the tears are a common element. I think that, that our soul is like relaxed and so in peace with finally you're in what you were created to actually do, to actually be. And I know, you know, there are so many times where when I can't help a student Billy helps a student or when Billy isn't here, I help. Um, 
And that's just, you know, that's why Billy's the co-host is because, you know, he, he's a teammate and we as a team in this moment too, with Brecken, this is what we are supposed to do. Like Billy and I are a team. We've, we've been a team. This will be 18 years that we've been a team at Winfield high school. Yeah. Helping students. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's such a good balance, but I know for, for me, when a student or, or a client or anybody realizes, oh my gosh, I can do that. Mm. They cry. And I've, it's, it's happened so many times in lessons where a student will do something vocally or a client will realize their potential and you get to watch it. And then a tear comes down their face because they didn't realize that they could actually do the thing. So like for any advice for anybody in the world that is afraid, is fearful of their purpose, what would you say to them? Um, I think what's helped me a lot is to just think of yourself so highly, just like think, oh, I'm amazing. I'm great. Like that just helps me a lot. Even if you don't believe it, just thinking it, it really helps. Like, like your worthiness. Oh, yeah. And what, 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 how do you, how do you build worthiness? Um, well, you've taught me is, um, keeping promises to yourself and doing things you said you would. Yeah. Yeah. And how does it feel like when you keep those promises? Oh, it feels so good. You're like, okay, I'm going to write this song today. I'm going to do this bridge today. And then you do it and you're like, wow, I'm the best in the world. You just have to think (laughs) that you just have to think that you're the best. And we realized that even at choir camp, you know, in cabinet meetings at the beginning of the day. We would set a goal and we'd say a challenge. And then at the end of the day, this is the first year I've ever done this. We would go over our goal. We'd go over our challenge. You know, think about this. You guys are listening to an 18 year old that spent four years with me. And there are a whole bunch of teenagers that spend loads of time with Billy and I that are not afraid to say, this is my goal. And I did not meet it today in front of 20 people. They're, 30. Not, they're not afraid. No, they're not afraid to acknowledge that. And, but in the same thing that Brecken said, Brecken's worthy to feel great about what she's doing. And likewise with these students, they say, you know, I met this goal today and it feels really good. And so as we, as we keep our promises to ourselves, that builds momentum into the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And is, is there's never an ending. There is mm-hmm. never an ending. And so this art that Brecken's creating, that Billy creates, that I create, you know, Josiah, our film guy now, he's mm-hmm. a junior at Winfield High School, Josiah Stevenson Photography, throwing that in there for the <laughs> audience. Um, you can follow him on Instagram. Uh, Brecken also has an Instagram. What, what is it? Um, Brecken 13. Instagram. All right. And, yeah. But my, my point is art tells stories, but the best stories are the stories where you really attach that feeling, that intention to the amazing magic of your art. Um, Billy was working on a Haydn piece require mm. camp we were and i don't think we've ever worked on a Haydn piece i mean i don't remember if, if we had it was a long time ago and he, yeah. he his his work was so different 
than a lot of the classical composers that we've, you know, like mm. there's definitely a difference between Haydn, Beethoven, Mozart. Oh, for sure. Yeah. There's, yeah. And Haydn. They're their own men. Yeah. <laughs> and what, what we realized in like, cause we, we do a lot of Beethoven, Bach, Brahms, Mozart. Those are kind of like the staples. Right. And then mm-hmm. let's throw a Haydn in there. Mm-hmm. He did things in his art that I would expect this melisma to happen at the end of a phrase, which secular world would call a run, you know, <laughs> one of my teachers in college used to hate it when we'd say runs. Cause it's like, no, you don't have the poops. The runs. Yeah. You don't have the poops. We got to throw a poop joke in the podcast, give me right? Some runs, yeah. yeah. Give me some runs. Anyway, they're called melismas for the people that want to know. But there were so many times in that piece, in the Haydn piece, that I would anticipate it would do this, and it didn't do that. It would, it, yeah. How was that for you as the accompanist trying to figure out all of that? Because yeah, no, it was tough. Yeah, it was definitely well, and also, I mean, you know, we haven't done music like this, like that, legit, quote unquote, music. Um, in quite a while because of COVID almost two years. Yeah. So just my mindset was sort of like musical theater, um, you know, commercial music, Michael Jackson, uh, you know, that kind of stuff. So it was kind of a shift. Yeah, for sure. But the point with me bringing up Haydn is in his day, Mm -hmm. that was like, you know, the popular music. He was a rock star. He was total rock rock stars. They were Mozart rock stars. Yeah. And so, you know, it's kind of fun to think of it like that because they would, they would listen to other people and be like, all right, I'm going to do to- something totally different right there. Mm. And that's that Haydn's smart. Haydn's creative dude. Oh, and he yeah. took risks. Yeah. Yeah. That I didn't sure. really appreciate until we did that song. Really? Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't jam out to Haydn every day. <laughs> you <laughs> you know, I don't work out to Haydn at, at the CrossFit gym. Do you? Do you? You guys run to Haydn? No, I do listen to classical music sometimes. So, so Brecken. Those Bach inventions going. Oh my <laughs> gosh! Uh, so let's get out of classical music because <laughs> choir camp's over, man. And we're we're Brecken is, you know, at Belmont. What what's the what's kind of the the rumor when you go to Belmont, right? I feel like people have told me, don't be cocky. Like, people think that Belmont students don't work hard and they can be cocky. And uh, yeah, well, because it's, yeah, it is kind of prestigious. So there's kind of a stigma attached yeah, there's to going kind of to a Belmont stigma. a little bit. Yeah. And from some people. Yeah, from some people. Mm-hmm. I don't see that with Brecken ever. <laughs> well, no, thank you. I've- I agree with that. Yeah. Thank you. Like she, she's going to be so gracious. Like, Oh, you want to play bass? Sure. You can play bass. You want to play piano? Sure. And that's going to get her far real far. But I, what I was saying is usually people that go to Belmont or like Berkeley and Boston, mm-hmm. right? Most of the people that are caliber, high caliber, they usually don't graduate. Oh yeah, that's mm. totally the goal. Totally, I. Yeah. Oh, that's the goal. Yeah, that's the goal. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the goal is to to get hired. Um, yeah, the goal is to get something. hired to to get a good job and not have to finish. I would love that. Yeah. Yeah, save you money. 
Yeah. So you're all you're all in for the the songwriting, you know, on the stage, stadium tours. Oh yeah. Anything. I just want to be in the industry. I wouldn't mind like working at a studio, working at a festival, just anything, really anything, just in the. So I I I would I would guess this year, by the end of May 2022, we should probably expect some sort of song release on apple and spotify that'd be great yeah well, or not a, maybe even an album because you're going to be around people that literally can, can make that happen yeah for you. Mm-hmm. yeah actually at orientation i always did it over zoom and so we had a little like open mic night um where you could just come and play or listen so i signed up for it and i was just planning on listening and yeah, there was only. Reckon didn't tell me this story <laughs> yeah, yet. This is was, new. I was assuming there'd be a lot of people in there. You know, there was only like uh, ten of us, maybe, and half of them were current students, like leading the orientation. So there was a kid on there named Easton, and he like is... the bat, Easton bat. Sorry, <laughs> no. baseball. He. <laughs> He um, is a songwriting major right now, and he knows a lot about, like, audio recording and everything. So all of us, um, like, incoming students were just hanging out, and a few people were playing songs. And so they convinced me to play a song, so I did. And he was like, oh, you got to get this recorded. I can help you. Like, I know how to do this. So, yeah, already. I haven't even got there yet. It's in the works. So this is a student already at Belmont saying, wow, yeah, you need to record this. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was nice. That's got to feel it was, real good. It was good. nice to hear, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the confidence. opposite would be like, oh, that's nice. Oh, that's good, yeah. Great, <laughs> yeah. good for you. Nice try. Yeah. <laughs> good try. Yeah, nice but he didn't try. say that, did he? He didn't. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Like, what's so cool is Billy and I, we, we talk to Brecken literally every day during school. Yeah. And it was like... It was the trio, Breck and Maddie Summer. The trio. And they'd come in the office and we would just talk like we are mm-hmm. right now, which yeah. I think is so cool that mm-hmm. we, I mean, these conversations that we're having on the air right now are literally the conversations that we have in this office. Yep. So what, what are you hoping for? Like, you know, I'm going to kind of put you on the spot goal wise this year at Belmont and what do you think the biggest challenge is going to be okay yeah I think the biggest challenge for me is going to be making friends definitely and putting myself out there because I think I'm more of an introvert I definitely like like COVID was great I liked staying in my room and it wasn't great, but I liked staying in my room and having time to write COVID songs. COVID was great. <laughs> <Not having> to, <laughs> it was the best time yeah, ever. Yeah, not having <clears> to um like be around people is nice because I'm always super busy with dance and everything and I'm always around people. So I think that's going to be a challenge. Um, trying to, I mean, not trying are you a, to, are you a people person? Oh no, not at all. Uh, she better learn to be, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. I so, mean, cause you're going to have fans that want <laughs> autographs. Yeah, they want to take, they want to take a, Oh, I learned this term. Have you guys seen Ted Lasso? On, I've seen the ads. Yeah. Billy, you would love Ted Lasso. <laughs> But in the first, in the first episode, this British kid comes up to Ted in the, in the airplane and he goes, let's take an ussy. He, and Ted's like, well, I think you mean we're going to take a selfie. No, we're going to take an ussy because it's us. 
So people are going to want to take ussies with you. Yeah, ussies. Oh, yeah. I just, yeah, I'm, I know I'm going to have to put myself out there and make friends. And since it's such a big city, I'm, I'm worried about that. And I'm really worried about the traffic, honestly. You're not going to be driving very much. Yeah, I shouldn't be. But, yeah, that's like the one thing in my head that's like, are you sure about this? Are you sure you want to have to drive in Nashville? But I know that's not an excuse. Uber. And it'll be fine. Yeah, you got Uber. You got yeah. Lyft. Yeah, you got all sorts of options. And I bet she's gonna make some friends that have cars that she won't have to. That's what you gotta do is just make the find the people who have the vehicles. That's right. Yeah, and then you don't have to spend gas money. (laughs) Oh, yep, that's a plan. Uh, We do it. Yeah. Okay. That in mind. (laughs) Billy, do you have any questions for Brecken? Uh, I mean, just real quick. Mm -hmm. I was asking this earlier. Yeah. So, like you said, you wrote all these songs. During the pandemic yeah. period, um, was there a progression from like the beginning to the end? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, of like, you know, depression into yeah, less that, depression into yeah. That I feel. Yeah, I feel like I tend to write more sad songs, and it's not because I'm sad all the time. I just gravitate towards that more. But during COVID, it was definitely like waves of. Um, okay, it's getting better. Okay, it's getting worse again. I think the entire world was depressed. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. For a long time. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I think almost all of my songs written in COVID were sad. And now that it's, we're starting to, um, like, wrap up and everything, I've noticed I've been using, like, happier chord progressions. And it's not just, like, it's not intentional. It's just happening or i'm writing like faster songs instead of slow and everything well, i but. think that's huge that you are not trying to get outside of yourself to do your art medium you are staying as brecken yeah and whatever comes to brecken this is what you yeah. this is what the world gets yeah, it's very what is happening in my life it's all i i like i've tried to write like Okay, let's write about something that happened in my childhood. It just doesn't it doesn't come as easy. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, oh. Billy, good question. Thank you. <laughs> I think we're going to wrap this up and Brecken, I wish you all the luck and all the love mm-hmm. and all the blessings of the world to you. Um, abundance is going to (laughs) come and I can't wait to get these FaceTimes from you about, holy crap, Bertho, I get to do this. I get to go here. I get to do this. Um, is there anything that you want to leave us with? Anything you want to say? Um, follow your dreams. It sounds really cheesy, but it's so worth it. And yeah, you'll never not be happy with yourself. Yeah. And I appreciate you so much. I'm so grateful for you. Thank you for coming to choir camp and helping with dance. And thank you for coming here today. Um, Thank you, Billy, for coming here today. Absolutely, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think we'll end with this. Follow your dream, that dream that you've had since you were a little kid. That that you, you, you visualized yourself on that stage or as a doctor or a lawyer or a fireman or firewoman or you know, in the military and the, the, the sillier, the dream, I think the more it means it's you. Yeah, for sure. And the last part of it is 
I don't want us, I don't want anybody. I mean, this is why we're doing this podcast. This is why I teach. This is why I am trying to be in my purpose and my passion is helping people become the best versions of themselves by helping them find their voice so that at the end of our lives, when we are on our final bed, our final resting place, we don't have to say, I regret I didn't take that shot. I regret Mm -hmm. that I didn't go for it. I regret that I didn't record it, that I didn't put it out there, that I didn't write it. And Brecken is living proof of following it. And it is scary. It is uncertain. Mm -hmm. But man, what's on the other side? So bless you. Love you so much. Thank you so much for being with us. And uh, I think this is going to help a lot of people. Yeah. You're going to play us up? Oh, that's all right. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you guys. Uh, please leave a review and uh, we will see you next week with a new podcast. And um, we're going to try to do this every week, Billy. Every week, Sunday. Yeah. I think when Brecken comes back, he should do, Ooh, you should do a review yeah. Oh, yeah. of the experience. Like a, like a year from now? No. Like Christmas break. Oh, Christmas oh, break. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Good plan. Yeah. yeah. All right. Love you guys. Have a great day. Go Brecken Lindenman. (laughs) Follow her on Instagram and watch this girl light up the world. Love you guys. Bye.